Star Wars 7x7, episode 779. Today we're switching over to a Rebels briefing and we're talking about Vision of Hope. This is episode 10 or 12, depending on how you count them, of the Star Wars Rebels cartoon series. Punch it, Chewie. It's Rebel Rousing Fun for Everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And depending on how you count it, basically means that that whole movie pilot that they had, sometimes people count those as the first two episodes, sometimes people count it as just a pilot. We've been counting it as though this would be episode 10 of the series, and assuming that the original debut was a separate movie, even though, of course, they call it a movie, and yeah, I don't know how you can call two episodes of a TV series a movie that's 43 minutes long, but, you know, maybe I'm just, you know, splitting hairs over that thing. Anyway, here's the story of the episode in brief. So there is this senator named Gal Travis who is sending out messages that are encoded inside the transmissions of Galactic Empire Holonet news bulletins. And these are supposed to be secret transmissions to rebels to communicate various information and so on and so forth to anybody who can hear them. And so he is saying that he is going to be on Lothal hoping to meet rebels there and gives a couple of clues as to his whereabouts and our ever-loving heroes of the ghost crew figure out the clues and where they're supposed to meet him. Of course, they are a little suspicious because they think that the Empire is probably a little smarter than they're giving him credit for, so they think they got to take some precautions and that the Empire might figure out where this meeting is happening as well, so they don't want to get caught. And in the midst of all of this happening, there's a subplot about the fact that Ezra has had a Force vision, and I believe this is the first time we've dealt with a Force vision of any kind, and it has to do with Ezra seeing his parents and thinking that Gal Travis actually knew his parents, and so this provides additional motivation for Ezra to want to make this meeting. So they go to the place and they find out it is actually a trap, and they think it's a trap that is being set for Gal Travis. In fact, that's what Zare Leonis, who was Ezra's academy partner in way back in uh, Breaking Ranks, and who people thought, oh, maybe this is Finn, or maybe this is a relative of Finn that everybody was squawking about, but, you know, side digression. Anyway, they find out that it's supposed to be a trap to catch the senator, and they manage to get the senator out of there, but it turns out that the senator is, in fact, an imperial plant, and that he has actually been sort of a double agent pretending to be somebody luring rebels out and giving rebels information but in fact is actually leading the empire to different rebel cells to get the rebels captured. Now personally I'm shocked that the ghost crew hadn't figured this out a while ago. I mean I didn't even see this episode or even know that this episode was happening when the episode Rise of the Old Masters came out. That one was episode number three that was so seven episodes back and in that episode Gaul had a transmission that was hacked into another holonet transmission about the fact that luminara unduli was supposedly being held prisoner that she had survived order 66 and she was being held prisoner in some secret empire prison and when the ghost crew went to try to break her out of there it turned out that it was a trap that they had the bones of luminara unduli there they had her dead body and jedi were sensing luminari from the dead body but they were getting lured in and realizing that oh wait it's not actually her it's a dead body and they were getting trapped and killed by the empire that way of course the ghost crew managed to escape out of that one naturally 
But from that episode on, I was already thinking, this Gaul guy, I don't know about him. Like, it seems like, you know, he just sent them into a trap. And I guess they could have made the argument that, oh, he was fooled by the Empire into thinking that that was the case. And so they wouldn't put the blame on Gaul. They would put it on the Empire for trying to feed out misinformation that then he jumped on and spread. And so he just got suckered by the Empire's propaganda. But I don't know. I heard it and I thought, yeah, that doesn't sound right. It sounds like you shouldn't trust this guy. They send him into a trap. And so it turns out I was right. I was right. I was right. So there. <laughs> That's all I wanted to tell you. I was right about this guy. He was, in fact, a dirty, no good double crosser. And so they managed to get away from the guy anyway. And of course, Ezra is disappointed that his you know idol that he was looking up to is not actually what he thought he was. And as for the force vision that Ezra had, well, Kanan points out that emotions can cloud these force visions, and it's a very tricky business trying to understand these visions and what they might actually mean, what's actually happening in them, and to see them with clarity, which, of course, you know, Luke Skywalker knows darned well. Or at least, comparatively speaking, he would learn in about eight years or so from this particular episode. And that about does it for the episode. There is one little note, though, for people interested in seeing the cross-connections between Star Wars and Star Trek. The voice of Gal Travis is actually provided by Brent Spiner, and if you watched Star Trek The Next Generation, you will recognize that name as being Commander Data from the show, so that would make him somebody from now two different Star Trek series. Of course, George Takai playing a Nemoidian in one of the episodes in The Clone Wars, so at least two actors from the Star Trek series have appeared in the Clone Wars and Rebels cartoon series. And of course, William Shatner just came out not too long ago and said that if it weren't for Star Wars, then Star Trek might not have had a resurgence. Yes, it's true. Shatner's been known to troll Star Wars fans, but in fact, he just recently said that the success of Star Wars actually made the people at, you know, CBS, Paramount stand up and say, hey, you know, this thing is a big success. Do we have anything? Do we have anything that could go? What could we do? How could we jump on this train? And they looked back in their archives and saw Star Trek. And sure, yeah, maybe Star Trek the motion picture was a little bit obtuse and hard to understand, but it got things kickstarted and it got them to Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan, which made made everything take off from there. So yeah, Star Trek owes a lot to Star Wars, and now, of course, one of their actors owes a little bit of his paycheck to Star Wars, too. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, let's get you to a trivia question here. Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. Last time we asked you how many lightsaber blows Finn landed on Kylo Ren in The Force Awakens, and that's one. Today's question, how many times did Kylo Ren injure Finn with his lightsaber in The Force Awakens? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you're forced to use a blaster to defeat a cyborg, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not uncivilized, it's destiny unleashed.
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars. I'm my son. We hope you love it.